Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Champy 3 Forever. So today I'm really excited to introduce my guest, Jeffrey Blake, who most of you Charm fans will probably know as one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, Strife. Um, so thank you so much for joining me, Jeffrey. Ah, pleasure to be here. I'm also um, I'm also the Sentinel, uh, the new version of Charmed. I apologize. No. I did forget that as I don't watch the new Charmed, so it, okay, it's not um, burned in my brain as much. <laughs> All right, you're a purist. That's what they'll say. An original, an OG <laughs> Charmed person. That's what we'll call you. Yes, I did. I did watch a bit of the new one, but not not very. Maybe maybe the half of the first season. So I don't think I didn't see you in it. So I don't think I got to the part where you were in. Were you in the later seasons? I uh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> whatever the last. Whatever they were shooting uh, last August uh, before the the, the COVID. Um, so I would say, uh, yeah. I, 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 I think it was her first season, season one, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. towards the okay. end, I would think. Yeah. Uh, I see, okay. I will have to watch that, though, because I am quite intrigued to see your role on that. Ah, it's fun. He's, you know, he's 300 years old. Yeah. I'm perfect. I'm perfect. I'm perfect. I said to my age, yeah, you know, and I'll play a day over 200, but yeah. <laughs> So before getting into charm, I just want to talk a little bit about you first. Um, so how long have you been an actor for? 40 years. 40 years. Wow, a long time. And why yeah. did you decide to become an actor? Um, I, I've, I've always, I guess, considered myself since a very young age. Um, I, I think uh, that moment uh, when I was very young and I was in some play and, and uh, people lauded me with praise and gave me cookies and um, that and from that point on I just uh, I, I, I worked very early as an actor um, I think I got my SAG card when I was 18 or 17 um, hence the 40 years and uh, I'm 57 now um, and actually I'm 58 whoa I kind of this whole year is kind of I, I kind of deleted this one. I, I don't count this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, you know, been very fortunate never to be anything else. I've I've always worked as an actor um, from the moment I was eighteen, uh, uh, and uh, you know, blessed to have almost two hundred credits and been in huge movies and work all the time. So. That's really amazing. And I've seen some of your work and you've worked with so many great actors, especially one including Tom Hanks. And you've, you know, been in such an iconic movie, Forrest Gump. And, you know, you've had a really great career. And do you remember what your first acting role was? Yes. Um, my first professional acting role. Uh, they were the same time. So I, I don't remember the order of it. Uh, but I did a there was a thing back in the United States back in those days uh, that it was just when there was just network TV. There wasn't all this cable and all that. So um, there used to be a um, little movies that were made. They were like one hour movies and they were meant for teenagers um, and they were called after school specials uh, or CBS school break specials. ABC was after school, CBS was school break uh, <laughs> specials. So they were these little one hour movies shot on film. Uh, they were usually teen based and they usually had you know, some sort of um, some sort of like theme of things to warn you not to do. Yeah. Um, 
And I think I did two of them. So I, I think the first one was called, but it's not my fault. <laughs> um, and I played like some teenage, you know, teenage hoodlum that, that, you know, helped my friend. I think it was shoplifting. I think that's what that, that theme was. Um, and then I did another one of those with Scott Bayo that Henry Winkler directed the Fawns from happy days, um, called all the kids do it. And all the kids do it was, uh, I played Len. I just remember because I liked his car that they called the Len Mobile. Uh, it was this really tricked out old fashioned convertible. Um, and the Len Monster, that was his nickname as well. Um, he, uh, he, he tended to drink too much alcohol. He was 16 and then Scott Bale got caught doing it with me. And hence the title, he told his parents that all the kids do it. Um, so that was that. Oh, you know, I play bad guys, it seems all the time uh, from the very beginning. And uh, so that was that. And then I, at the same time, I was, uh, there was a movie called The Last Starfighter. Uh, it's a cool film, actually. And I believe I was, um, I think I was Guy in Truck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me and Cameron, Cameron Dye, who uh, was a star of Valley Girl, and then we we went on to do another movie together called Men at Work with uh, Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen many years later, uh, and then we were kind of uh, men in garbage truck, basically. Uh, so we went from, we graduated from man in truck to <laughs> garbage men in truck. Um, it was fun. Oh, that sounds really great. I mean, I didn't realize that you did a movie with Charlie Sheen. That's really cool. I've done so many movies with Charlie Sheen. Um, really? Yeah, uh, Emilio is one of my best friends. So we we uh, we all met on Young Guns, um, the cowboy movie. Uh, mm -hmm. So we did Young Guns together, and then uh, then we did Men at Work together, which Emilio directed. Um, uh, and I, I've done five movies with Emilio Estevez, his brother, um, three of which Emilio directed. Um, so, yeah, part of the. A machine adjacent, I guess. Mm, that's amazing. And do you, what was your first audition like? Your first ever audition? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. Um, you know, I, I've always been a good auditioner, so <laughs> um, it's it's something I, I. A lot of actors don't like auditioning. Um, I love auditioning, <laughs> so um, I'm sure. Um, it's interesting. I, I had a, uh, I, I do a, I do a show uh, this Friday, by the way, if any of you people are in England, uh, I do a show called the working actors journey on zoom. That's similar to a podcast, but it's with a live audience. And I bring on, you know, people I've worked with and producers and writers and directors and stars. And, and um, I had Eric Roberts on the other night um, and uh, star star 80 and, you know, public village, etc. A couple Oscar nominations in there. Um, and his wife is a casting director. Her name's Eliza Simons. And she she cast me when I was really young on a show called You Again with uh, me and John Stamos and uh, a guy named Willie Lowe's. Jack Klugman was the star you guys wouldn't know, but back in the, he was, a, you know, the odd couple. Um, and another show called Quincy, he was big in the US. Um, but I remember her saying, you know what I always loved about you, Jeffrey, when I was casting, was that um, you always made everybody feel so comfortable and, and, mm -hmm. and you, you always just seem so, so happy to be there. 
them. And I said, why wouldn't you be happy to be there? You have a chance to act and you have a chance to get a job and, you know, you're, you're being invited to be part of, you know, Hollywood. So why would you be nervous? It's, 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 it's kind of exhilarating. So I'm sure whatever it was, I was <laughs> cocky as hell. Um, and, um, and probably didn't get the job, but uh, <laughs> but I don't know what it was. Um, that would be interesting. I, I have literally no idea. You have to realize now, but at this point in my life, mm-hmm. I've had thousands of auditions. Yes. The list of the roles I haven't gotten are more impressive than the roles that I probably have or got close to getting. Those are the ones that just miss. Oh, those are the ones you remember. <laughs> so, are there any... Um, Role, like big acting roles you've auditioned for that you didn't get like any big oh, movies that we've like oh yeah people would oh yeah of? oh yeah my I, yeah i mean they used to do this they, they still do it there's a thing in hollywood they call testing where, mm-hmm. where particularly for tv series you uh you go into the network and or the or the cable network and you literally have negotiated seven years of your life already before you even go into audition because you and it's called the, the test um, so you're looking at, okay, I have, I have probably five minutes here of, of scene that I'm going to do for these people and which they're going to determine, uh, the next seven years of my life. And so I can actually walk out here, you know, and get us, it'll be worth a Starbucks cup of coffee, or it could be worth, you know, a few million dollars. So no pressure. Um, and you're sitting there with the other two usually, they usually choose three people to test. I don't know if that used to be a SAG rule or what it is, but so two other actors are sitting there with you. So you're down to the final three and, uh, it's very nerve wracking and there's all these, you know, suits in this big room. And, um, but I do remember the ones that I, I, you know, there were some that would have been pretty iconically, uh, like it was down to. I was one of the choices to be the lead, uh, the Johnny Depp part in the original 21 Jump Street. Uh, oh, wow, really? And I ended up doing the very first episode that they wrote for me. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, actually, I, I didn't get the role. Actually, an actor named Jeff Yeager got the role. Mm-hmm. And they started shooting with him. And uh, they didn't like the direction the show was going. So... Uh, Johnny wasn't actually available at the time because he was doing Born on the Fourth of July with Tom Cruise, uh, but then suddenly he became available. So they um, they they jettisoned poor Jeff Yeager, and uh, so he must even really feel more deeply about this um, <laughs> than and um, they hired Johnny, uh, and then I ended up they hearing from the writer uh, creator that uh, you know he said hey. Hey, I want you to come play the very first episode. I want you to play this young teenage drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the character's name is Jeffrey. So I think you'll be able to understand what was I thinking when I wrote it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's a fun episode if you find it. I don't remember the name of it, but it, I actually had really fun doing it. Um, and Johnny, Johnny and I have been, you know, kind of acquaintances and friends ever since. So. Oh, that's Not really that not that he's in a good space right now, particularly in your country. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I've, I've seen, I've seen every season of 21 Jump Street. Where I, I remember maybe, I think back in 2009, I, I just got really obsessed with it and I, I started watching it and I watched every single season. So I'm sure I've seen the episode you're in. I just episode, can't remember it. Episode one. It's, it's a very, the beginning, the beginning of the beginning, basically. There's the pilot, which is the show that established what they do, and then the very first episode of the very first season. 
Okay. I've, I've definitely seen it. I've seen every episode. I'll have to go back and have a look at that one. Really cool members only, uh, you know, I think uh, pale blue uh, windbreaker. Very stylish. Oh, okay. Very I'm nice. Joking. <laughs> uh, but that would have actually been very interesting. I would have been very interested to see you as that lead role because. Well, it was really interesting because it was, um, there was a whole, a whole, there was two different courts of acting going on at that particular time and particularly for my, my generation of actors and uh, the guy who created it, Patrick, his original concept of it was um, that um, the character was uh, very much um, like a Sean Penn kind of character where, where the character went into every episode every week and would create completely different personas, um, you know, affectation character this and that's kind of what sean still is still to this day and was then um known for doing and it's kind of what i'm known for doing as an actor still i mean i create characters that are not like myself um so that was his idea and, and then the network kind of said yeah okay that's great um so he's a wonderful actor he's a great actor um but we really would like to see that this particular character um is somebody that teenage girls want to tune in and see how incredibly cute he is. <laughs> so, um, so I mean, not that I wasn't cute, but I wasn't, you know, knock down, stop, stop your, stop in your tracks, Johnny Depp cute. So well, I think it depends on the woman watching. Well, Every, but... Everyone has different tastes, and I'll actually confess that when I, I when obviously I still watch Charmed, and I, when I when I watched that episode with the Four Horsemen, mm -hmm. I remember watching that episode, and I, I always looked at you, and I always thought, oh, you know, he's a he's quite a good looking guy. <laughs> I used to honestly think that when I saw well, you. Well, thank you. I'll take that. So I, I may be. I'm, I'm probably. Um... I'm a good-looking Englishman, put it that way, because by my heritage, I am an Englishman for sure. Okay, I can see that. I can see that, especially with the look you have going right now. I can, I can see that. The G E O F F R E Y B L A K E. That you can't get more British than Jeffrey Blake. Jeffrey. Joffrey, as you called him. Joffrey. What would you be doing now if you weren't an actor? Um, what would I want to be doing if I weren't an actor? Uh, I'd like to run a, 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 a snorkel boat in like Key West, Florida or Hawaii or Bora Bora or, or just sitting somewhere tropically with a lot of money drinking Mai Tais on the sand. I don't like, I like wearing linen and bathing suits. That's, I live at the beach. I live on the beach. My kids are surfers. Um, so I, would be, I wouldn't want to be doing a whole lot else. I would like to be, a, I would like to be a, a very rich man sitting on a beach with giving lots of money and philanthropy to to, uh, to charity that's what well that's doing. absolutely incredible i think a lot of people would love to do that that is definitely a dream and i think that's absolutely incredible that's absolutely incredible especially i i really appreciate the part about you know giving to charity as well yeah. I, I think it's so important to give back and i think that's really lovely that you said that yeah I think that's the, I like to give back. I teach during the pandemic to give back as well for, for mm -hmm. very little money because I don't need the money. And um, 
I like to share my craft with people. I like to share the next generation, your generation, uh, the the tricks of the trade of being an actor and and, and the, the craft, the skill, and then uh, really the importance of being an actor, not the not being a celebrity or not being that, but really that we tell stories. And that's mm-hmm. that's important to me. So there you go. No, that's amazing. And I think that's really nice to see as well that, you know, you really love what you do and your craft is so important to you. It's not about that celebrity status or, you know, being, you know, whatever, like high up in the industry. It's just about enjoying and loving what you do. I like being high up in the industry and I'm high enough. Um, But the celebrity thing is a pain in the ass. I mean, that's just, I mean, it, it, it allows you to obviously make choices of what you can do as an actor. Um, but there's also a big, there's a big trap in that. Um, you know, I see my friends who are like Charlie and like, you know, that are huge celebrities and um, sometimes they get consumed by it. Um, you know, I've had my brush with a few, you know, cyber stalkers or things and uh, that's strange, but uh, I can't imagine on the level of like, you know, some of my friends like Brad Pitt and those guys that they, I mean, they have to, they have to think about just going to the grocery store about what's mm-hmm. <laughs> not that they need to go to the grocery store. They have people to go to the grocery store for them, but, um, but if they did, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting. I was talking to a big celebrity not to be named, um, but he was talking about how, um, how he, um, he's been loving the, he's been loving the masking part of the pandemic. Um, hiding he, your, yeah, yeah he can go out because they don't know they can't see who he is so he, it's given him actually some freedom mm-hmm. um, in a strange way so a hat yeah. and a mask and maybe a pair of glasses and you don't know who he is mm-hmm. I think yeah I think a lot of people still are getting recognized even with their masks on but I think it is a well, nice kind of way yeah, to kind of hide your identity paparazzis are going to if they're paparazzi, they're going to stock you out no matter what, where yeah. they are. I yell at paparazzis when I'm around friends who have paparazzis. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my, uh, I can't remember which one of my sons. I think it was my younger son. Um, but we went to preschool, uh, which is nursery school. I don't know what it's called in England, but it's mm-hmm. before kin- before elementary school. Um, so they were three or four. Um, and we went to preschool with... Um, at the time married Ben Affleck and, and Jennifer Garner. And Jennifer was actually pregnant at the time with, with child number two. So I literally would, uh, they would arrive at school and I literally would be like, I would push the paparazzis away. Mm-hmm. And, and the things that they would yell at Ben to try to get him to react or just really? with a little with his little kid right there it was despicable you guys are famous for that too you got you got the english i think are at the your paparazzis are like the you know legendary um and um so i would literally like i would just block their cameras with my hand and i would like be as obnoxious to make sure that they couldn't get the shot um, yeah. it get, got me so mad actually that i went as far as um one as far as uh, going to Santa Monica, which is the city it was in, the Santa Monica City Council, to get them to put a uh, to to pass a, a city ordinance that uh, paparazzi's were not allowed within a hundred yards or kilometers to you guys um, of a of a place of early education. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it was it was under the statute of um, aggressive panhandling. 
it's it's illegal in Santa Monica for like like homeless guys to be aggressive about asking for money and getting into your space and doing those yeah. things. So we got the paparazzi um, designated as aggressive panhandlers. Okay, that's great. That's yes. good. Because, yeah, I think that's absolutely, it just should not be allowed, especially around, you know, kids' nursery schools, preschools. Yeah. Absolutely not. Paparazzi should not be allowed anywhere near them. Uh, yeah. yeah, and, they, and it, it, to me, and you guys, I think you guys have those laws, actually. Uh, it invades the, the privacy rights of the kid. I mean, yeah. they're, they're not celebrities. They're not, they're defenseless. So, um, and I think to the point where I don't think you're allowed to use the images of kids anymore. So, good, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I think it's one thing to be walking on the street or like you said, grocery shopping or something, but to actually dropping your kids off at school, that's just, that's a moment you have to have privacy. You just, that should definitely not be legal. And especially if they're calling out whatever it is, profanities, whatever they are saying to get people to react. It's, it's just yeah. disgusting and the kids shouldn't be subjected to that kind of behavior. I think they needed to wreak the, the havoc of the four horsemen on the paparazzi. <laughs> yeah. Um, or green or whatever it was. Yes, definitely. Um, what would you say, if you can, if you can choose, what would you say is the favorite role you've had? Um, there's three. Okay. It's hard to narrow it down to, to one. Um, I think my, you know, obviously Forrest Gump has been very good to me. Um, it's, it's, it's made it so my, my career path has been certainly more smooth. Um, it's nice from an actor's point of view to have an actor like me, cause I'm a character actor. So it, it's nice to, it's nice to have something that's immediately identifiable. So it, it, it cuts to the conversation. So I don't have to go through my IMDP page every time I meet somebody. Um, so Forrest Gump, definitely, uh, fun working. I mean, what's, who doesn't want to work with Tom Hanks? I've been blessed to do three movies with him. So I, I did Gump, I did Castaway, and I did Apollo 13 with him. Um, and then I would say my very other favorites would be Young Guns, um, just because, you know, working with my contemporary, I mean, we were very young men at the time, and it was Charlie and Emilio and Kiefer Sutherland and Dermot Mulroney and Casey Shamashko and myself. Um, so, and Lou Diamond, let's not forget my buddy, Lou Diamond Phillips. Love Lou Diamond Phillips. Um, shout out to Lou, a great, great guy. Uh, uh, we communicate on the Twitter a lot. Um, so I that was fun just because it was a great location. Uh, we we're in Santa Fe, New Mexico. We're young men, we're making a movie, we're getting paid a lot of money and we're getting to be cowboys getting to ride around on horses all day. So what's wrong with that? Nothing. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, my very favorite, probably, um, just just experientially and um, creatively and, and the actress, I still use actress. I always ask if that's okay to young actors. Are you okay with me using the term actress? It's not sexist, it's just what I grew up with. Um, I got the opportunity to spend a great deal of time being the right-hand person to Jodie Foster. And Jodie is just, she's just a consummate professional, um, just a great lady and uh, polite and, and, and professional and, and loves the work and passionate and uh, just couldn't have been more of a joy. 
Um, so I would say contact. Um, if you guys haven't seen contact, it's, it's to me a classic that's kind of underrated. Um, but again, same director as Forrest Gump. Um, so uh, that would be my favorite, Contact. And there's been a lot of television. Television's, you know, you know serial killers on Criminal Minds. <laughs> people like that. People kill a lot of people. They're always fun to play. <laughs> um, was, your, was your character on, um, in Contact? I actually haven't seen that movie. I'm sorry to say. I will watch it. Oh, see um, it tonight. Was... Um, was that, I'm going to assume, was that a good character you played or was that yes, also a bad once guy? I am actually a nice guy. <laughs> um, I play a character named Fisher, who is her uh, assist, her right, I'm an I'm a astrophysicist, um, and I'm her right-hand person who is uh, helping her in her search for extraterrestrials, not to, not to spoil their alert. And um, it's based on a Carl Sagan book. Um, and uh, Fisher is great. You know, he smokes a pipe and... Um, wears very preppy clothes with a very preppy haircut. Um, you know, we shot all over the world, so it was fun. Oh, nice. Yeah, I would definitely have to give that a watch because, it, yeah, it looks great. And Julie Foster, she's fantastic. And, you know. Yes, recent Golden Globe winning Jodie Foster. <laughs> I have seen some of her movies and she is great. And I'll definitely give it a watch, especially because you're in it as well. I'll have a I'll have to have a, it's a have great to movie it's a, it's a good watch you'll enjoy so. yes 